Hello everyone, welcome to the Music and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Cargill, and in today's episode I have a special guest with me as we discuss more about how video games, music, expands their storytelling abilities as well as just shapes a player's experience. So, uh, my guest today is Professor Matthew Burton from Webster University. Hello Matt, how are you doing? Good Ethan, and thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining. So, why don't we start off with you telling us a bit about what you do here and how you became to be a fellow music enthusiast. Absolutely. Well, uh, glad to talk about game music always. How I came to Webster University, I've been developing games and mobile apps for about 10 years now. Um, I worked on my own developing and self-publishing some games. I worked with a local company called Pixel Press where we made an educational game called Bloxels. And I've been with Webster for about four years now, so I kind of bring my background in game development uh, and coding to the program. And I've always been a huge fan of, of music in general, but specifically music and movies and games. I really think they just kind of, they invoke the mood that the audience should feel. I feel like music can make or break media. Um, so I have uh, a lot of interest in that topic. So I'm glad uh, we get to have this conversation today. Yeah, definitely. And as a the audience doesn't know yet you and i have had very similar conversations you know on our own before uh specifically regarding today's topic which is uh, bethesda uh specifically their franchises with the elder scrolls uh, we've talked about their music and games a lot and i figured we could start with elder scrolls because i think that's a great uh lens to examine how music can shape a player's experience of course the music from especially anything from Morrowind to Skyrim is quite iconic and considered a classics uh, within the video game music sphere. But we have some opinions about, you know, where that music has uh, changed over time, especially with sure. the other schools online. So why don't you give us some insight into that kind of transition period? Okay, sure. Um, See, so yeah, I guess... Morrowind was the it's at the Elder Scrolls 3 and it's the first game that I played where the music just like took my breath away like the music was just so so peaceful when you're exploring the world and it's so it kind of makes you feel a lot of anxiety and stress when bad things happen right the music changes very at least very abruptly in Morrowind which they've gotten better at so I guess that's a good example to kind of paint the picture of how it's evolved over time Elder Scrolls 3 um, you know, you could just be walking and you hear this nice peaceful music and then all of a sudden This tiny bug comes out and the music just drastically changes and cuts <laughs> to the dun -dun 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 -dun. Um, <laughs> which, It's kind of funny now whereas in the the later <laughs> The newer Elder Scrolls game Skyrim, which is now 12 years old. That's pretty insane mm -hmm. They uh, they're smart about it, right? They have nice transitions They have different music for the difficulty of the enemy that you're facing and Sometimes if the, the enemy is so trivial, they won't even take off the peaceful music. They'll just keep playing the peaceful music because it's like, hey, you're going to whoop this guy's ass anyway. So mm -hmm. I think we noticed that no even... Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think we noticed that even like Starfield when we looked at that, like the first encounter, the peaceful music continued during that ambush. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I, I guess, they, yeah, they've continued that trend. Right, I do like that. I think that was a big, uh, kind of almost like an internet meme where... Yeah, you just come across this very trivial, trivial enemy, and you just hear the most intense music ever, which it's pretty comedic. So mm -hmm. there's a benefit to it. Yeah, for sure. And I've even noticed, like, even transcending just music in games, music for games has even uh, become, like you said, meme status in certain examples. I've heard music from Elder Scrolls in particular, with like Skyrim's combat music being mm -hmm. used in like TikTok skits, <laughs> yes. and the same with Dark Souls even. So yeah. yeah, it's it's strange to see how you know some of that can be taken and spawn even from people who maybe not don't know it's like origin uh, mm -hmm. but find uses for it outside of the game itself 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, kind of a testament to the quality of the music. It sticks with your brain and makes you think of, uh, you know, how does this relate to this real-life scenario? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it's being um, reintroduced in new versions of media, not just Elder Scrolls. Yeah, yeah, it's proven, especially, like, the timelessness of um, the composer Jeremy Soule's uh, scores for those three games, mm-hmm. which is quite sad, in my opinion, that I've heard he's leaving. Uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that, too. I've heard... Um, I think maybe four years ago when Elder Scrolls 6 was teased. Mm-hmm. I guess it's been four years, five years. I know. <laughs> uh, I think somebody asked Jeremy Solo if he had any involvement in the new Elder Scrolls, and I think he said that he... <laughs> but nobody from Bethesda reached out to him, which is a shame because I really think his music is what makes... It's, it's such a huge part that makes uh, the Elder Scrolls what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about the Elder Scrolls online before, and... Um, it just does not feel the same. You know, the music isn't bad, mm-hmm. but it doesn't capture the essence of the world that you're exploring. And I think the biggest character, even Todd Howard has said this about the Elder Scrolls game, like the main character is the world mm-hmm. in the Elder Scrolls games. And the music complements that so well. It kind of invokes the feeling of where you are even more. Um, it just complements what you're seeing to how you're feeling so well, where I just don't think it's quite the same in the Elder Scrolls Online. So I'm, I am sad to see that, or hear, that potentially Jeremy Soule isn't uh, involved in the newest Elder Scrolls, but hopefully somebody who's been inspired by his work for so long, who's as talented as him, Ethan, maybe <laughs> takes Walking his place. Over. Yeah, maybe yeah. somebody uh, just as good will take his place who kind of can capture that, mm-hmm. that, that feeling that Jeremy provides with his music. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of to add to that, I, I kind of realized, just the moment, you know, a lot of people... Maybe people who've heard of the Elder Scrolls before, uh, if they're listening, maybe like, you know, the music's good, but why, you know, is it really that important? Um, mm-hmm. But when you think about it, most people talk about, especially the Elder Scrolls games, most would say, like, the stories, either you like them some, or you're, you're indifferent. You know, I don't think anyone's touting Skyrim's story as one of the greatest in video games. Right. Uh, but like you said, the world is more of the character. Everyone who's a fan of the Elder Scrolls loves the world, like, that version of a medieval fantasy world. And I think, like you said, the music really adds to that character mm-hmm. um, especially with Jeremy Soul scores versus um, I believe Brad Derrick is the primary composer yeah. of online yeah. Um, and yeah to kind of add again to, to your point there I think a large reason that we've discussed that it doesn't feel quite the same is um, some of the overly repeated use of a certain symbol crash <laughs> uh, which yes. you know I I can if I can find it if you want to give me a second, I'll yeah, find it because I remember which track has yeah, it right the, the symbol beginning. crash is so overused. It's saying, hey, audience, important things are happening, as mm-hmm. opposed to just letting them experience that themselves. <laughs> the symbol crash. Yeah. We hear a and dozen times. For those maybe confused as to why we have such a... I wouldn't call it hatred, but annoyance with that is because uh, that that piece is in at least eighty percent of the entire score, um, and it's in a lot of the exploration pieces as well. Where normally, you know, not every exploration piece has to be like music you can sleep to, but as we've said with like Morrowind to Skyrim, each one has really uh, unique and um, like definitively characteristic to that game's world, uh, like music that just helps you feel like you're in there. Um, and that you can relax a little bit whenever you're outside of combat situations, whereas Elder Scrolls Online, especially with its, with its vanilla score, tends to lean towards everything being epic and grand in scale. Mm-hmm. And when everything feels like that, none of it 
feels yes. impactful. Yeah, you need that contrast and that perspective mm-hmm. for those actual grand moments. You right. Know, you need that the softer music and you need the more epic music to to work with each other. Exactly. Yeah, and I think there are like nice pieces in the Elder Scrolls Online score, but it gets hampered and like brought down yeah. by the fact that there's that overuse of that symbol, and that you know that's just one instrument being used mm. a little too much, and you know to us it's already shaped our perception of the <laughs> yes. entire score, uh, yes. which shows how important music actually is. You know, maybe everyone you know not everyone's gonna be like us paying attention that closely, but you know, I think most people would agree, uh, even if you like Elder Scrolls Online, that it doesn't have the same charm mm-hmm. overall as the standalone uh, single-player games. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's thriving, but it, there's a reason everyone's dying for Elder Scrolls Six, and that's because everyone yes. loves the yeah. traditional single-player experience with that characteristic music that goes along with the world. Yeah, absolutely. So. I think um, even if you can't pinpoint exactly why you love Elder Scrolls and why maybe you don't like Elder Scrolls Online so much, I think subconsciously you can still like experience and understand that this music, this music is affecting how the world behaves, whether whether I consciously realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is also not to say that Elder Scrolls Online doesn't have a huge fan base. I'm pretty sure it's one of the most more successful MMOs out right now. But yeah. at the same time, yes, everybody's dying for an Elder Scrolls 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, we it's done well, especially over the years. It's still getting content released mm-hmm. for it. But, you know, the majority of Elder Scrolls or Bethesda fans at large are looking for the next standalone single player game, which yeah. we'll hopefully get in the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. So. I'd definitely be excited to see what the music looks like for that yeah, release. So. I'm, uh, I'm definitely excited too. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Yeah, I always love talking about Elder Scrolls music. Yeah, yeah. yeah helping me back next time if you uh, decide on a new topic for video games. Absolutely. So, yeah, thank you for, for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Ethan. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.